Yesterday we saw Jesus in amongst a clamoring, needy mob. Though he was grieving, though he was hungry, though he wanted space to rest with his friends, yet he serves. When he sees the crowd like sheep without a shepherd, he has compassion on them. The disciples wanted to send them away. Jesus wants to host a meal. The twelve can't imagine spending more than a few pennies. Jesus wants to lavish the equivalent of thousands of pounds on them. How is this possible? Is this a testimony to the invulnerable power of Jesus? Is Jesus drawing on secret reserves of divine strength in order to outserve us? No. As we will see today, Jesus does not outserve us from some secret reserve of divine strength. He outserves us by exhausting himself. It's not so much that Jesus has more in the tank, given he's the Son of God and all. Actually, Jesus determines to empty himself. We are the ones who keep things in reserve. In a, in a deep sense, Jesus has less in the tank, much less, because he is always giving. That's the secret of his strength. Long after sinners say, enough is enough, he continues to pour himself out. That is what he explains when, in John's account, he identifies himself with the bread. See, as he tears apart these loaves in his hands, he tells the people, John chapter 6, verse 33, The bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. As the disciples liberally give away loaf after loaf for free, Jesus declares, verse 35, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry, and he who believes in me will never be thirsty. While hungry men and women devour this bread, Jesus proclaims, verse 48, I am the bread of life. Your forefathers ate the manna in the desert, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which a man may eat and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. It's incredible to think of what Jesus is identifying with in this scene. He does not call himself the baker of heaven. I mean, he could do that. In, in Exodus 16, you might say that he presided over the meal as the Israelites received the manna. He was the Lord in the wilderness who provided the bread. But here in John 6, he does not describe himself as the president. He's the meal. He's not the baker. He is the bread. And it's explicitly the fact that he is devoured that brings life to the world. This bread is my flesh, he says. Never has a man claimed to be so mighty and so meek and in the same breath. Jesus gives eternal life to the world. What a mighty statement. But how does he give eternal life? Well, he gives his life for the world. He is an abundant source of life because he is a self-emptying giver. He drives home the point again in verse 54. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. Eating flesh and drinking blood. What, what does that mean? Well, in the Bible, it means to take advantage of someone's death. If you eat up someone's flesh or drink their blood, you are wanting to profit from their death. So in Psalm 27 verse 2, the psalmist spoke of his enemies eating up his flesh. In 2 Samuel chapter 23, verse 17, Jesus said he refused to drink the blood of his men, 
when he refused to drink the water that they brought to him at the risk of their lives. You see, to eat flesh and to drink blood is to take advantage of the life given by another. And Jesus says, I want you to take advantage of me. I want you to take advantage of my death. My flesh is food. My blood is drink. Devour me. It is a shocking way to speak, but there is no way around it. Jesus is our spiritual food. Without him we perish. But if we are not to perish, then he must be consumed. The night before he died, Jesus tore a loaf apart in his hands and he said, This is my body. He poured out wine and he said, This is my blood. And the next day he was ripped open and emptied for us. It is the weakest a man has ever been. And it's the power to save the world. He is consumed, we are nourished. He is poured out, we are filled. Christ abundantly gives because he utterly self-empties. Jesus does not hold back. We hold back. We keep things in reserve. Jesus keeps no power in reserve. His power is his sacrifice. And he's given for us. Jesus as nourishing as bread for the hungry. Jesus, as available as bread on the table. So let me say to you today what I say in the Anglican Communion service. The body of Christ which was given for you. Preserve your body and soul to everlasting life. Take and eat in remembrance that Christ died for you. And feed on him in your heart by faith with thanksgiving. Mm